Hello, family and friends. I'm pleased today to have Tej Lewis with me today to give our message. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your goodness and your mercy and your love that you're always trying to reach us with more of your word for a deeper revelation of your goodness and your love. So, Father, we come today hungry, ready to receive what Tej has from you today, Father. We come ready to receive and also to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, folks, today I'm honored to have my good friend of many years, Tej Lewis, to share with our listeners today. Tej is a high school math teacher and assistant high school football coach and owns his own e-commerce business called TL Enterprises. And by the way, he was a pretty good football player himself. Uh, Tej is one of those friends that I know I could count on if I needed anything. He would be there to help me, no questions asked. Uh, Tej is a man of extremely high integrity and a blessing to me and my family. Tej and his wonderful wife, Tricia, live in Oakland City, Indiana. Now here is my good friend, Tej Lewis. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Brother Greg, for that introduction. That that I get that in the classroom every day. <laughs> so good to be here with my good friend Greg. Just going to share a little bit of my uh, testimony and a couple other things on my heart, and really just about how different people can influence your life. And and mine started at a pretty early age, but uh, there have been multiple people over the last forty nine years now that have uh, influenced me. But growing up, I basically, my, my mom grew up as a Catholic, in a Catholic family. My, my dad grew up in a Lutheran family. So growing up, I learned the Lord's Prayer and, and we prayed every night for dinner, but that, that was about it. And I, I played sports growing up all the time. And, and one time, a friend of mine that I played Little League Baseball with, he was probably 12 at the time. I might've been 10 or 11 invited me to go to a summer church camp, which uh, I was like, sure, sounds like fun. You know, you go to cabins, you canoe, and you learn about the Bible and kind of learn the basics, really. So I think I remember doing that for probably two or three summers. Uh, that gentleman, Chris, didn't know how much he'd impact me because then after that, I started going to the local Baptist church, which was only about five minutes from our house. And mom or dad, whoever was there, my grandparents would drive me down or pick me up or some friends that went with me as well. Started going to that Baptist church and going to Sunday school and, and regular service and everything. And as you may or may not know, Brother Greg, uh, Baptists know how to get people saved. Yeah. There is an altar call at every single, at the end of every single ba- Baptist service. So uh, I, I like, unlike some people, I don't remember the specific day or the specific date, but I just remember going home one day after church thinking, man, I just, I need to make sure I'm saved and going to heaven, you know, because it was just on my heart and I knew it was important. And I went for a walk in the backyard and, and prayed to the Lord. And, and I remember just bawling like a baby and just asking him to come into my heart. And I, I know God saved me then, but looking back on it now, I also know what happened after that, just just growing in my walk uh, of faith is that the devil then will try and come and steal it from you and, and cause doubt in your mind, you know, because I'd always seen people at the church go up to the altar. And, and I know now it doesn't matter where you are. You can be saved anywhere you are. God will save you. But uh, so then I started doubting in my mind, and it could have been my analytical mind being a math guy. You know, I know, Greg, you're an engineer, and sometimes we analyze things like, you know, did, did God hear me? Am I, am I really saved? Am I going to heaven, you know? And, and so I literally, at probably the age, like I said, of 12, uh, the next, next week at service, I asked the pastor if I could talk to him in his office. Like a great pastor, he did. He went back there, and I shared with him 
my heart and everything. And I'm sure he knew that I was as well saved, but he said, Hey, you know, next service, just come on forward, you know? And so, uh, the next week I did, which he probably knew as well that, hey, if anything happened to me, I was good to go. But he knew that that was important. And and I don't know if just at a young age or scared to go up in front of people or intimidated. It wasn't that I was like, in, you know, I was excited about Jesus, but I think just going up in front of people was just kind of something that was awkward for me. But he encouraged me to come up that next week. And so I did. I went forward and I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what I prayed at that point. We prayed. I got up, turned around. I remember just... Uh, balling and, and telling the congregation basically that I, I was thankful and I, I love what Jesus did for me. But that was kind of where, where it all started and, and continued to go through uh, school and, and was lucky, fortunate enough to go to church there all through high school. And, you know, I, I was uh, thankful I never got into drinking or, or smoking and doing things like that. But then, then off to college I went, you know, and uh, was in a fraternity playing college football. And of course, I was around alcohol a lot. Lots of marijuana and all that kind of stuff, you know. And fortunately, I didn't uh, didn't get involved in the alcohol or the drug scene. Uh, probably my my falling away was the uh, my language was got really bad, you know. The power of association, you know. And so uh, a little backslidden on the language. I uh, didn't get up on Sundays and go to church anywhere during college. So basically, all through my college years. You know, I knew God was there, but I really wasn't spending any time with him. Let's put it that way. So, uh, but he was obviously still important in my life, but I just didn't make him as important as he needed to be. So anyway, kind of fast forward, get get out of college, get down to Evansville, start teaching and coaching down in Evansville. Um, and it's just really the neat way things work. I, I knew I needed to find a church and I went to some different churches and so on in town, just didn't really find anything. And But I met a gentleman one day at the gas station and I uh, got to talking to him. And as Greg knows, we like to talk to people. We like to network all the time. And this gentleman owned his own window cleaning co- uh, company. And come to find out, he went to a local Pentecostal church. He invited me to start doing a Bible study with him. And so I started going to, uh, his name was... Uh, Richard. It took me saying about calling him Greg. His name was Richard. So we started doing a Bible study. And one of the things I learned in that Bible study is that uh, I needed to get dunked. You see, I grew up with a Lutheran Catholic family. So I got sprinkled, as you know, Brother Greg. And so uh, I realized I need to get dunked. So I, I, I attended his church one weekend, the Pentecostal church there in Evansville, and got dunked, fully submersed and, uh, and water baptized all the way under. Um, so that was another great thing that just meeting this this uh, gentleman, Richard. And then it ended up, he moved away and started a church. And so the pastor there, uh, Pastor Brewer, continued doing a Bible study with me after school. Um, and I would come there once a week to the church there at the Pentecostal church and do a Bible study and, and just really appreciate what Pastor Brewer did for me, just learning the word that way. It was in that time, I believe somewhere in that time, Brother Greg had invited me to church and said that he had found a church that he thought I would enjoy. So I got hooked up with Oasis Church. It's been close to 20 years ago, probably, right around 1999, uh, 2000. Brother Greg invited me to come to Oasis Church. From there on, it was like, wow. I mean, it's just been such a blessing with Pastor Mark and Sister Phyllis. You know, you learn things at every church, but it's been such a blessing for Trish and I. I don't, I don't think... Uh, we want to be anywhere else, you know. So getting saved is the most important thing. If you're listening to this message, you know, you got to get that right. Make sure you got, because uh, eternity is a long time. You want to make sure you got that squared away. But 
But I've learned through Pastor Mark and other folks at Oasis that that's just the beginning. There's so much more to it. There's healing, there's prosperity, there's joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. And and so getting getting saved, getting getting your heart right and your eternity set is the most important. But there's so much more that we just wish everybody else would know and hear. So in closing, I guess, I'd like to say that it's just you never know who's going to affect your life. You know, my friend Chris, just being 12 years old, and inviting me to a summer church camp. How that could change somebody's life. And then everybody else along the way, you, you can't figure it out. Everybody's walk is different. But I'm so thankful for everybody in that walk. God is good. And, and if you're listening to this, you may have children and maybe they go to a church camp or they go to VBS. I know we're getting ready to start our VBS. And just by them, at the age of 9, 10, or 11, could invite a friend to that VBS or that summer church camp. And you don't know what kind of impact that could have on an individual the rest of their life. So I encourage everybody to just realize young people can be very impactful for somebody's eternity as have many other people like Richard, Pastor Brewer, Brother Greg, a couple of my other friends, Rich and George, obviously Pastor Mark and Sister Phyllis. So I just appreciate the time that Greg's given me here to share. We'll go ahead and close it out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time to come together. And we just thank you for what Brother Greg is doing with this ministry, Lord. And I just ask anybody that's out there that hears my voice, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it's just as simple as just asking him into your heart, asking him for forgiveness of your sins because we're all sinners. Just ask him to forgive you and acknowledge that he was raised from the grave three days later, that it's going to be a great homecoming when you leave this earth. Just accept that. Ask him into your heart. Thank him for it. And then, uh, then just start studying the Word, get with a good church, and get with somebody that teaches the Bible. It's really that simple. And just walk that faith and just continue to grow in it every day. We're all learning every, every day. And we just thank you for all the things you've done for us, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Teej Lewis. I love the heart. You know, when Jesus comes into your life, he softens you up and just... You know, he's so good and so merciful, and I, I know many people will be impacted, Teej, by your testimony, so thank you so much for sharing. You can contact Teej, 812-483-1558, if you'd like to, to reach him and any prayers or anything. I know Teej uh, loves people and be, be happy to help with, with anything you need. You can contact us through our ministry at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.